0: going to get pretty interesting. As you can see on the screen, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about this eviction that i seen on Instagram. We're going to talk about the CDC. Uh, Basically, I think there was a new law passed on September 1st, and it's talking about how landlords cannot evict their tenants up until next year. Um, It doesn't mean that they don't have to pay after 2021, but they cannot evict them. Whew, that's gonna be pretty heavy. Kind of ties into the first video. Then we're gonna go into Joe Button leaving the podcast. And then we're gonna go into the modern the bastard child of slavery. Because this is gonna tie into Joe into Joe Button leaving Spotify and why he's leaving Spotify. So if you know somebody who got a podcast, if you know a young brother who's a rapper, if you know a young brother or sister who's an artist, Please send them this live stream right now because we're going to get into some ideas about business that they probably need to pay attention to that can potentially save them, you know, from a a bad deal. So let's get into this first video. The video can get pretty graphic. It may be pretty graphic. So uh, excuse the language that he that he's about to use, but I can understand why the brother here is so upset. So we're going to go into this video real quick. Uh, let's go. So just so y'all clear, this is a brother who, I guess, has somebody as a tenant in his home and he asked him to leave. And this is what they did to his home.
1: Like, because I asked you to leave because you did not pay your rent. I asked you to leave my house. I wasn't evicting you. I didn't want to even put an eviction on your record. I just asked you to leave my house and you do this shit.
0: Mm, mm, mm Like,
1: because I asked you to leave my house.
0: You finna get mad. And you wouldn't
1: leave talking about Timmy, you gonna have to take me to court. You you do all this though.
0: This is this is uncalled for, man.
1: Like I ain't never did to you never. I gave your ass a place to live when nobody else will give you a place to live. Look at
0: this, man. Look at this.
1: And you tear my shit up? Ain't no scam because ain't no insurance on this motherfucker. This one to come out my pocket, bitch. Mm. You gotta have insurance to pull a scam, dumb bitch.
0: That brother hot, man.
1: Like you did shit to, to me because I asked you to pay me my money?
0: Let us be mindful. He said he didn't have insurance. He paid this out of his pocket. I mean, hey, you know, this is why we need insurance. I know sometimes we don't want to pay that extra fee of putting some insurance on it, but man, let this be a reminder that whether if it's your car, whether if it's your equipment, you never know what's going to happen. I work
1: hard every motherfucking day. All I, I go to work and stay the f- out the way. I don't bother no motherfucking body. I didn't care if you and nigga was in this bitch selling drugs, doing whatever the fuck you was doing I didn't give a f-. I told you long as you keep my house up and pay me my rent I wasn't gonna f- with y'all ain't no landlord doing that s- because I know y'all gotta feed y'all family like I gotta feed mine mm, mm, mm. this what the f- y'all do to people I swear to God on my mother f- if I see you I'm going to prison
0: And this ain't no bad place either. I mean, it's a nice spot, real spacious, man. Nice little old crib, man. They did this brother like this.
1: And that's all my kids. I'll shoot you, daddy, your mother face,
0: bitch. <laughs> hey, I'm not laughing at that situation. I'm laughing because, man, I know this brother is heated, man. I mean, that brother said, I'm going to shoot you in your face. It's not funny, so don't think I'm laughing at him, but... Man, this is what people going through. Like if you do this type of stuff, man, think about other people's families. You know? Think think <laughs> Boy, that brother hot, man. I know how hot he is. Think about other people's family, man. I know you may, you may be heated in the moment. You may not have the money, but man, think about other people's family and they children. It's it's COVID 19. We in the we in the quarantine. You can't do nobody's house like this, man you can't do nobody How This is going to come back on them in some way, I believe. I mean, they're going to end up they're going to regret this, I believe. I hope the brother don't do nothing physically because, you know, he he said he got children. He said on oh, my kids. So, I don't want to take that emotion out on them and he go to prison now. They out doing their thing while he's locked up over this. You know, I just I just wish the brother find another way, learn from this situation and find a way to protect himself from this moving forward, but I I I can man, listen. This this ain't nothing to play with here, man.
1: I'll shoot you,
0: dead in your mother face, bitch. God. I'm mad. If anybody knows uh the brother, I don't know if he posted this on Facebook or Instagram. If y'all can get his email for me, um, man, I think we can help him out, man. If y'all can get his e I don't know, I don't know. I got this from another blog page, so I don't know his page. But if anybody could find his his email, his Instagram or Facebook. So we can reach out to him. I think I think we can um I think we can we can help him out, man. I I can see if there's anything that we can do because this is sad right here. It's a mother- so many people ask me, Brother Ben asked, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to two one zero. and we'll give you more information with free game and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50k to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. So that's the video right there, y'all. That's a man, that's that's that man, listen. That's some crazy stuff. That's some crazy stuff. Now, that he like he said, he wasn't evicting them. He just saying, "Listen, man, you ain't paid me my money, so leave." So now I want to transition into something that the CDC recently did which may affect landlords. So if you're a landlord and if you're a tenant, please stay and um Listen to this. I saw this yesterday. So there's an article that says what the CDC eviction ban. So there's a CDC eviction ban uh, and what this means for tenants and landlords. Okay. So number one, what does the order do? The order prohibits property owners from evicting covered tenants from any residential property because of non-payment of rent before December 31st. 2020 it does not apply to any evictions that may be brought on grounds other than non-payment such as nuisance or alleged criminal activity so listen carefully it requires tenants to sign and submit a declaration to the landlord certifying under threat of penalty that they qualify for protection under the uh what is that moratorium i don't know how to say that moratorium moratorium sound like it Uh, Y'all can look the word up. M-O-R-A-T-O-R-I-U-M. It does not relieve tenants from the obligation to pay the rent. So basically, family, you know how it was before when they had some kind of pushback. A lot of people, a lot of our people online assumed that we didn't have to pay. They're making it clear. It does not relieve tenants from the obligation to pay rent. All of it comes due on January 1st, 2021. And it allows landlords to continue to charge late fees and other penalties as permitted by law. Now, to me, this is kind. This may be bad for landlords, and I'm and I'm gonna get into that in a minute. Why this might be bad? Uh, who qualifies? The CDC orders order applies to any as many as forty million renters across the country who could be at risk of eviction. For non-payment of rent, it is more comprehensive that the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act eviction uh, moratorium moratorium, which expired on July 24th and only applied to an estimate 12.3 million renters or about 28 percent of rentals uh, renter properties nationwide. The new order applies to tenants who live in any rental property in any place in the United States and its territories that does not already have an eviction uh, moratorium with the same or greater protections than the CDC order. There are still 20 states with some form of moratorium in place, about half of which are more comprehensive than the CDC's moratorium All of those moratoriums are unaffected other than the financial requirements to qualify for relief under the CDC order. A tenant must certify that he or she is not able to pay rent due to substantial income loss and has attempted to obtain government assistance with rent. And the tenant must commit to making partial rent payments to the extent of his or her ability. So number three, what authority does the CDC have to do this? The CDC is invoking its powers under federal law to take action to prevent the spread of uh, communicable, uh, communi- communicable disease, uh, couple, uh, disease, if it finds that state or local prevention measures are insufficient. The order emphasizes the link uh, between homelessness and and the spread of covid-19 and states that uh, the high levels of homelessness that would result from widespread evictions would increase the risk of interstate transmissions of the virus what does it mean for landlords the cdc's order is certain to be unwelcome news for many landlords who have already been struggling through the pandemic see this is the part that i'm talking about if you're a landlord and you already been struggling this is going to be very hard on you because you can't evict them, and you can't make them pay no uh, pay no rent. Many tenants have been unable to pay rent, and non-payment evictions have been limited by state uh, moratoriums and the coronavirus relief bill. According to the 2015 American Housing Survey, slightly less than half of rental properties are owned by mom-and-pop landlords while the rest are owned by business entities. If landlords are not able to pay their mortgages and other costs, it could result in a loss of affordable housing units across the country. Under the CDC's order, landlords can continue to collect rent and charge late fees and other penalties, but they cannot evict tenants who do not pay. The order also does not allocate any additional funding to assist tenants or landlords with unpaid rent. Now, see, that's the part that I'm talking about. If you're a landlord, you don't get no help. So they don't don't add any additional funding to assist the landlord with unpaid rent but it encourages local governments to apply coronavirus relief funds that have already been distributed toward rental assistance programs. Then it says, how would it be enforced? Unlike the CARES Act uh, moratorium, which had no enforcement mechanism, the CDC eviction moratorium imposes significant criminal p- uh, penalties on violators, an individual who violates the order can be penalized by a fine up to 100000 and or one year in jail. If a death results from the violation, the fine increases to a maximum of $250,000. If an organization or company violates the order, the monetary fines increase to a maximum 200000 if there is no death, and five hundred thousand, if there is a debt. that means you're gonna be penalized five hundred thousand if they end up dying. The order authorizes the Department of Justice to initiate court proceedings to seek those penalties. What happens when the order expires? So this is what this is the end piece of it, family. It says when the order expires on December 31st, landlords will again be able to initiate eviction proceedings in accordance with the state law unless the uh, moratorium is extended. If tenants have been unable to pay their full rent up to that point, they will be responsible for all of the, uh, what is that, arrears that have occurred, putting them at risk of losing their homes in the middle of the winter. Some members of Congress have been pushing for additional funding to assist tenants and landlords with unpaid rent, but negotiations over another relief bill remain stalled. Now, here's here's the part that I wanted to touch on, founder. That I think is going to be kind of crazy, right? If you're a landlord and you don't and you don't have six months to a year saved, oh man, if you are living off of that rent, if you are living off of those tenants. And you don't have any income coming in, how long can you hold it? How long can you hold it? Which is why right now we have to learn how to diversify our income and get multiple streams of income. And let me show you where we've already been warned about this in the scripture. Now, I know y'all don't like to hear the scripture. I know. I know. But it's in there. But it it is in there. This 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 I believe the principle is in there. Here it is. Ecclesiastics eleven and two. Invest in seven ventures, yes, in eight. You do not know what disaster may come upon the land. I'ma say it again. I'm gonna give you another translation. But divide your investments among many places, for you do not know what risks may lie ahead There go another translation here go another one this is my last one give a portion to seven or even eight for you know not what disaster may happen on earth so let us focus on right now i don't care if you in this position as a landlord or not i don't care if you say my job ain't my job haven't been affected at all please man Prepare right now because you don't know what's going to happen. Nobody who got fired from their job knew this was going to happen. Nobody who got properties knew this was going to happen. Well, for the most part, especially our community, right? So what I want you to repeat, and I maybe want you to put it in the comment section, skills pay the bills.
2: Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it,
0: build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course, over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268 page textbook. Yes, textbook that's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system. With your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it. Inside of this, go to privatebankingblueprint.com. Privatebankingblueprint.com. And we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say buy the credit. Say buy the debt. I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there. Privatebankingblueprint.com. Put it in the comment section. Skills pay the bills. See, some of us was taught, baby, go to school, get good grades, be good so you can get a degree so you can work for somebody else. But hold on, mama. Hold on, dad. What happens when I get the degree, but they tell me that I'm overqualified right here. And then right here, I'm underqualified. Then a lot of people that I know, the degree that they have, that's not even the career that they in. Am I telling the truth? Do anybody in the, Can anybody in the comment section feel me when I say that you went to school all these years to get this piece of paper or to get this degree? And the very job, the very career that you have, it ain't got nothing to do with the degree. Ain't got nothing to do with it. But, but my baby went to Duke. Yes, he did. I'm finna put it on Instagram. Yeah, my baby went to D1. My baby went to Texas. Yeah, my, my baby went to Arkansas. Oh, he went to a great school. But what good is it to go to a great school, but I'm in 50, 100, $200,000 worth of debt and the job that I have and the career that I have got nothing to do with this degree. So what I'm telling you is, yes, 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 yes. Sometimes you got to get the degree to get your, you know, you got to get your license. You got to be a doctor. You got to be a nurse. I know the lawyer, all those type of things. But I'm talking about you ain't got to have no, 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 no big Duke degree to cut no hair, fam. I need to get me a little barber's degree. Look, Give me a little barber's license. So I can cut hair. I'm not trying to impress somebody on social media. I'm not trying to impress my family with a degree in 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 uh, Pythagorean theorem. Don't even. I mean, they making up words and classes that ain't got nothing to do with. Oh, this right here, you are gonna learn about how to. Man, I ain't got. I'm. I'm trying. I already know what I want to do. I want to cut hair. What am I going to learn about? You know how to fix cars for when I know I want to cut hair. See, it's not about the degree per se. But I believe, and this is just my philosophy. I may be wrong, but I believe I'm right. It's about the degree of knowledge that you have. It's about the degree of education that you have. Oh, and don't get it twisted. Just because I dropped out of college doesn't mean I left education. Ooh, because I don't know. See, y'all who believe in what, well, you know, all y'all who believe in the history and all that. I mean, did they go to college and get a master degree? What the ministers say, master degree, but a master of nothing. Oh, you got the BS degree? Oh, it's a it's a BS degree, all right. Yeah, you do got the BS degree. See? Because I don't validate myself by a piece of paper. Somebody recently told me, they said, baby, you can go to school, and if you go ahead and I know you're good at what you do, and I know I know they meant good. I know they meant good. They said, I know you're good at what you do, but if you go to school and get that master's degree, that just put that stamp on it. No, God put the stamp on me. Yes, sir. God put the... That's like going to school and I'm getting a license to be a minister. No, God validates me, not your piece of paper, man. I'm sorry, man. Just, that's just my thoughts. I don't go sign up. No, I'm called, man. So no paper validates me when I was a videographer, when I'm about to come do my stuff, you don't say, hey, how you doing, sir? Can I see your? Can I see your? um? Can I see your piece of? Can I see your, 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 your degree? What they asked me for? They say, "Son, let me see you. Let me see your portfolio. Let me see one of your videos. Let me see some of your pictures. So it's your work that's that's put in. That's what's going to get your job. That's what's going to get your project. Now, when you go to school, yes, you can learn great things, but what I'm saying is if I can learn it without it. You know what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said? The minister said, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, we can have a university under a tree. Yeah, under a tree. We only need one doctor. Uh-oh. We only need one nurse. We only need one chemist. We only need one scientist, and that scientist can produce his ability in others. The minister got a lecture on that. We can produce... His ability in others. Because guess what? The, 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 The professors ain't doing nothing but reading out the book, economics. He's in economics class teaching economics. You don't, you barely know economics yourself. Yeah. The professor teaching economics and he barely know economics. He's reading from the book. I can go get the book. I can go get the book too and read out the book. So skills paid the bills. I know what you're saying. You're saying, Brother Ben, but I wasn't born with no skills. I I mean you probably got some skills. I and I believe you do got some skills. But even if you think that you honestly don't have some skills, can I share some with you? How many of y'all know about basketball? Press one in the comment section if you know a little bit about basketball. Because this every time I say this analogy, it clicks home for the people. Let me ask y'all a question. On the basketball team, although Scottie Pippen was good, although Rodman was good, who got the who got who got more touches in the game? Michael Jordan, Pippen. Or Rodman. I want to see your comments. Who got the most touches in the game? Michael Jordan, Pippen, or Rodman? Which one? Because I want to. I want to make something. I I just want to make it plain for you, man. Jordan, right? You would agree, MJ. And just a little quick disclaimer: I know somebody saying, "With well, Jordan, invest in prison." That ain't the right Michael Jordan. That's a white Michael Jordan. The black Michael Jordan, yet yeah, that ain't the wrong one. That's a rumor. That's a fake propaganda that been going around. I know you're gonna find something else you don't like, but I, I'm still seeing here. I'm still seeing people rep- repeat that falsehood. But anyways, so Michael Jordan is gonna get the most touches, right now. Why Michael Jordan gonna get the most touches? Would you agree? Is because he has and displays the best skills and value in the game. Would you agree? He displays the most skills and value in the game. You know when it's time, when we got three seconds left, oh, if this man got the ball, he cut. He going he to, ah, the triple threat. Oh, yes, sir. He going to hit you with the, he going to give you some of that, ah, ah, ah. The, He going to hit you with the fadeaway, huh? He can hit you with the up and under. He going to hit you with the tongue out. Ah, ah. He going to hit you with the, the swoop and roll. He going to hit you with all kind of stuff, ain't he? Oh, yeah, he going to cross you over. Oh, yeah, he going to go behind the back on you. Oh, yes, sir. He going to do his thing, ain't he? You know when he got that rock, when it's fourth quarter and we down by three, you know who to get the ball to, don't you? So skills, and he had value. Oh, but Brother Carl, that's something great. I like that you said that. He not only got skill, but he got the will. Ooh, because you got some players who got the skill, but they ain't got the will. So when it's time to be clutch, they not clutch because they ain't got that will. Now, what this got to do with business, brother Ben, you losing me. I'm finna bring it back to you. I'm about to bring it back to you. Now, money, currency flows, right? Money, currency flows. So I get the money and I'm paying my bills. I get money from here. I pay this. I get money from here. I buy some food. I get money from here. I buy some gas. So money flows, right? So there's billions, maybe trillions of dollars out here in the marketplace. And it's flowing. It's flowing. It's going here. It's going here. It's flowing, right? Now, let me tell you something. Uh Uh-oh. Now, let me tell you something. Now, on the basketball court, don't y'all know that the basketball does that too? The PG got the rock. He the point guard. He passes to the two guard. He flows. The three guard comes to the top. He gets the ball. Oh, the big man comes, sets the peck and roll. Boom, he goes. He throws the alley to the big man. Ha! Lean on him. That ball is flowing on the court, ain't it? Now, the ball is flowing, but he who is most skillful, got the will, got value, is having the ball more. So, I was thinking about that one day. I said, this is telling me something. So it, it, It's telling me something. Now, Michael Jordan, LeBron James... Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant. I'm not gonna waste time to ask y'all who y'all think get the most touches on the team. Y'all know LeBron gonna get the most. Curry, Allen Iverson back in the day, Kobe Bryant, right? You agree? But they still had to practice. Steph Curry didn't come out the womb shooting threes. Steph Curry didn't come out the womb shooting threes like that. LeBron didn't come out the womb. Swole like that, he had to put some work in. Ah. Pressure. Resistance. Yes, sir. Pain. Yes, sir. Huh? Time, yes, sir. They said the man Kobe Bryant, before the players got to the gym, the man was in a full-blown-out sweat because he was practicing before, they, before the team got there. Now we're going into mentality. Yeah, y'all don't let Allen Allison fool y'all. He said practice, but y'all know he put some practice in that. you know he had to put some practice in that. They say the man was at the gym before they even got there on the game day. Now let me ask y'all a question: the Kobe Bryant's slogan is it called Mamba Action? What is it called? Is it is it Mamba Action? Is it is it is it Mamba Money? What is it? What is the squirt? What is his slogan? Is it Mamba something? Mamba action? Is it Mamba mentality? What is it? Mamba money? Uh, is it Mamba? What is it? Mamba what? Is Mamba something? Mamba, I'm missing a word. Mamba, what is it? I know y'all know mentality. Uh-oh. Mamba mentality. We talking about a basketball player who says Mamba mentality. That means what? That is stars here. That is stars here. Be what? What to be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. As a man what? Drinketh? So is he? Uh-uh. Oh, nah, that, ain't, that ain't it. As a man spendeth, so is he. No, I don't think that's what the scriptures say. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So this is about a mentality. The man should showed up before the game. Because of his mentality. They say after the game, I went back out there. They say the man's still out there practicing. That's a mentality. But do you got the mentality? See, you want to be the black mamba, but you don't want to, uh-oh, ooh. Oh, I'm finna hit him now. They say I want to be the black mamba, but I don't want the mamba mentality. Ooh-wee. Mm-hmm, there it is. Oh, I'm creeping up on you now. They say, I want to be like the Black but I want to have the MVP. I want the trophy. I want the accolades. I want this. I want that. But I, the mentality, the work ethic, I don't know if I want that. Now, brother Ben, what does this got to do with business? I'm trying to get you to talk about business. I'm still talking about business if you're but new. Because what I'm trying to get you to see is this. Money flows to those who are valuable. Money flows to those Who are skillful. And if you don't have a skill, what I was trying to get you to understand, you can increase in skill. You can gain a skill. You can learn a skill. So there's no excuses is basically what I was trying to tell you. There's no excuses. So the person, oh, and here's another part. Oh, I think y'all going to get this one. How many of y'all ever said, man, I work hard, man. I work 12 hours a day. Man, I'm working at a warehouse job. Man, I need to get paid more. Press one if you ever thought about that. Press one if you ever thought that. Man, I'm working. Man, I'm I'm throwing all these boxes. Man, I'm, I'm a truck driver. Man, I should be, man. In, man, damn, man, I'm doing all this. I'm coming I'm coming home sore. Man, my back hurt. Man, I'm throwing all this stuff. Man, I'm doing all this. Hurt. I'm hot outside. Man, I need to get paid more than this, boy. I'm working more than this. Have you ever thought of that? Press one if you ever thought that before. I got something for you that I think gonna bust you wide open. Pause, ain't pause now, but I think to this I think this right here gonna get you. It's gonna open your eyes wide open. Cause I thought the same thing. I was working at a, a, a sterilite warehouse job, man. It was the plantation, if you ask me. But look, do you know? In on, a, on in, a, in the NBA, you don't get paid for working hard. <laughs> you can you you ever had that brother on the team? You got you know who the coldest player is, but you got that one little brother. He ain't he ain't no good offensive player, but the brother work hard than him. Up. I mean, he always playing defense super hard. Oh man, he fouling you. If the ball on the floor, he diving head first. He ain't even worried about his head. He diving head first. The brother work super hard, but the brother not the MVP. Ooh, what's the MVP? Most valuable person. Uh oh, come on. Come on, basketball. See, I knew God didn't have me playing basketball for nothing. He wanted me to learn something along them years. I learned something from basketball. I think I transferred it. See, the MVP is the most valuable person, not the person that works the hardest. Not the person who works the hardest. See, you got some people who's smart. Who able to make calculated moves. He don't work as hard. He not working all day. But he getting paid the most. Why? Because money. The ball. Is flowing to him. Who is most skillful and valuable. You only got one skill. All you can do is this. But I can think. I can plan. I can organize. I can train. Oh. You see. You see that. You see why skills is important. Skills is important. So the same way. Whoever gets the ball the most on the team is probably the most valuable person. The person who gets the most money is probably the most valuable person as well. They at home planning. They in meetings. They talking. They strategizing. They thinking they ain't even really doing no hard labor. You're doing all the hard labor, but they making the most money because they the most valuable. So what I want to tell you is it's not about how hard you work. I'm sorry. That's not how life works. It ain't about you just working hard. It's about you working smart. It's about you being valuable, and it's about you providing services. Skills, skills pay the bills. And that's leasing into my digital real estate program. A lot of y'all know me for the digital real estate program, right? That's what I teach. I teach people how to become financially free online. through uh, through a digital real estate program that I have, show you how to build digital properties online where you can have literally intellectual properties, products, services online, and cash flow more than a lot of people do sometimes with their rented properties. Now, that situation the brother had, when he was cussing this whoever out, saying he wanted to kill her because they destroyed her home, whenever I want to kick somebody out of my digital properties, guess what I do? I ain't got to call nobody. I ain't got to threaten nobody. I hit two buttons, profile block. block. You out of you gone. Block them. That's how you get up on my property. And the more I put in the home, the more valuable my home is, the more valuable or the more the price increases. Same thing with digital real estate. The more valuable my platform is, the more valuable my video is, the more I get paid for it. Do you know there are people right now getting paid $7,000, 8000 10000 100000 to make one post? Mm-mm-mm. The job that you're working on, you're paying, you're getting paid twelve. an hour? Well, hours can't be scaled because there's only 24 hours in a day. But if I take that same 15 and I can reach as many people as I want with strategic marketing, what if I made 15 times 1,000 people today? Ooh, how much money is that? That's 15,000. What if I did $15 times 100 people today? That's $1,500 in one day by just reaching 100 people. So and I can determine Hold on. I'm not going to focus on passive income this is what I teach the students. Focus on passive impact because the more people you impact, the more income will come. Y'all feel what I'm saying? So, Brother Joe Button says something similar. I'm going to put it up for you. Brother Joe Button says something similar. Let me show you what he said. Let me show you what Brother Joe Button said. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me go to it. Uh, Hmm. Oh, I got it. My bad. I know how to do it. Brother Joe Button said the same thing. He's talking about properties. Now he's talking about Spotify and how Spotify wants to keep them or how platforms keep you on their property because the more eyeballs and numbers, the more money you got coming in. Now I've been teaching digital real estate for a while now. Now to hear this brother speak about it in this way by property lets me know I'm I, I'm on my way. I, I, I'm we on the right track. So check out what he says, y'all.
3: And then they advertise ninety different toilet tissues to you. <laughs> they know your favorite song. Mm. They're going to sit after that song goes off. 900 songs similar is going to come up Mm -hmm. on Instagram. We be joking around. Hey, a girl I like when I click on her shit, 90 other girls pop up just like her. Know what it does? It keeps me on the fucking property.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) See that? See that? Don't tell us. We don't know what we're talking about, man. So basically, if y'all don't understand what he meant by that was when you listen to certain music, when you watch certain videos, when you like certain things. What the platform does, it sees and it notices what you like, and it sends more of what you like so that they can keep you on the property. They platform. Let me do it again.
3: And then they advertise 90 different toilet tissues to you. (laughs) They know your favorite song. They're going to sit after that song goes off. 900 songs similar is going to come up mm-hmm. on Instagram. We be joking around. Hey, a girl I like when I click on her shit, 90 other girls pop up just like her. Know what it does? It keeps me on the fucking property. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Yes. Sir. Come on, man. Look at my man call digital real estate. One of the best decisions I made. Appreciate that feedback. I appreciate that feedback. It's real, man. It's real. It's real. So what we're going to go into, I just want to do a quick commercial real quick, just to let you guys know, man. Again, I'm Brother Ben X, student of the Honorable Minister Louis Fry-Kun, founder of founder uh, 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 of Digital Real Estate, and we have also the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is where... ABS Tribe is where we have uh, weekly coaching. We bring myself, Brother Jake, other multi-millionaires on, other six-figure earners on, and we teach weekly business coaching. We went from two times a week to four times a week. If you're interested, go to www.theabstribe.com. www.theabstribe.com. .com. Now, this is why I wanted y'all to reach out to the young rappers that you know, young artists that you know, because this next part that I'm about to get to is going to be very important. Now, Joe Button is about to talk about why he's leaving uh why he's leaving Spotify. Why he oh uh, no, no, not not why he left Spotify. I'm sorry. Now I'm about to show a video why he left um uh everyday struggle. Y'all know he was on everyday struggle first with DJ Academics. Now I want to show y'all why he left um, uh, uh, Complex. And then I want to show you why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan warned us about this. He always warns us about this, and we keep getting in these same type of deals. Let me show you real quick. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market, and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you. You want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com me put it on the uh, screen. So this is why Joe Budden left Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics then.
2: By now, reality has set in for most Everyday Struggle fans that Joe Budden is no longer associated with the daily hip-hop news show. Complex confirmed the bombshell revelation in a statement issued a billboard on Tuesday, December 19. Joe Budden is not continuing as a host on Everyday Struggle in 2018, the media outlet said. The show will be back in the new year with all new episodes and guests. We wish Joe all the best and thank him for a great 2017. We love and respect him, we believe he's terrific, but the reality is we couldn't reach an agreement. The following day, Button offered a far more detailed explanation of events in the latest episode of his The Joe Budden Podcast, released Wednesday, December 20th. He says that he believes the higher-ups at Complex disregarded and ignored the dynamic between himself and fellow co-host Nadeska Alexis and DJ Academics. What it quickly became was the best hip-hop show
3: ever, in my opinion, I'm biased, <laughs> I don't think Ever before in hip hop, there has been a show where they just giving it up like that, and I I, I do credit that. To act as well That dynamic between the three of us on that screen Does not exist without everybody playing a
2: part Button later gave an example of where he claims Complex attempted to generate more money Off the back of the show's success Without appropriately compensating him Uh They come to us and they say Nike has Vapor Max sneakers Now this is the part
0: that I want y'all to pay attention to Young brothers who are artists You want these bust downs You want the grills, you want the bust down grill, you want the cars. They know if that's all they want, let me give it to them because you know what, if they good enough, I'm gonna make more on the back end. But let's continue.
3: Doing a sponsor integration or some shit, we need you niggas to wear this. My business mind told me I knew better than that. I wore it anyway. That's a check, people. And it's not a small check, it is a rather large check complex solicits rather large
0: checks
2: did they share with the creators no he goes on to describe sure an incident that happened shortly after
0: so he said did they do they share with the creators no no so this is what happens all the time. you do certain things your label got you doing certain things because you happy you got a deal you happy you own now. Now they're using your likeness and your name And they're making a lot of money And it's not shared with you at all
2: After with Spotify
3: Fast forward Spotify calls them They want us to talk about A rap caviar playlist They want to insert topics For me to speak about candid Under the guise of it being candid For no money Or very little money As the creator of this show That's a problem So Joe says, no, know what they said? Fuck you, Joe, we'll do it without you. Know what Spotify said? Sorry, Complex, no you won't. I'm telling you about a company that has now damaged a relationship with one of the top three streaming providers. I cannot create a show and you sell the fucking properties of that show without cutting a slice to the niggas that make that fucking show possible.
0: Wow, he even used that term properties back then. That's amazing. Now, this is digital real estate. That's I've never heard this.
3: Create a show and you sell the fucking properties of that show without cutting a slice to the niggas that make that fucking show possible.
0: Now, speaking of that, selling properties, we had a brother who was homeless. And it's it's a it's a uh, it's on my YouTube. We had a brother who was homeless, got into the program. Uh, well, he came, he became homeless afterwards because he got robbed because he had a little success in the program. And, you know, unfortunately, he shared that he got robbed and taken advantage of because, you know, just unfortunate situation. So we end up looking out for him inside the tribe. Do you know that brother was able to take the money that we was able to give him in the tribe, bought a page and flipped that page for 10000 made 10000 in a couple of days? Yeah. All digital online, flipping a page. So that digital real estate for real. But yeah, let's go.
2: Later on in the podcast, Button goes on to describe how Complex started integrating guests into his show, which was never a part of his original plan. I did not build and
3: create this show to fucking talk to guests every day. I hate fucking guests. Now that I'm unemployed, allow me to speak freely. I hate all of you niggas. Every last one. Complex slash Verizon, though. In month one, month two, when they see the numbers, because these people are so numbers-based and fucking focused on algorithms. I don't check the numbers
2: for this podcast. Know how I know it's moving? Impact. While he admits he's done for now, Budden did say he's treating the current spat between Complex and himself as a renegotiating of sorts. I
3: thought that Complex would recognize what academics and myself as outside entities and vendors have done for that conglomerate and at the end of the contract they would show that they have appreciated the best year that they have ever had.
2: News of Button's everyday struggle departure Comes on the heels of the Migos Releasing their cast spoofing ice tray video For more on Joe Button's latest moves And to peep the full ice tray video Wow It's
0: crazy man They was using that similar language It's crazy I've Seen somebody talked about uh... Hey let me, let me just make a disclaimer real quick For future references Family one I'm sharing a video I, I can't stop the video to answer a question um, I, I can't you know that's you just I mean I can't I, I you know a lot of people don't even read their comments a lot of people don't even shout out their comments a lot of people don't even acknowledge their content their comments I, I strive to so please family when I'm playing a video just give your brother a little time man I'm not the most perfect brother in the world but you know I think I go a little beyond and you know a little beyond what other people are willing to do see somebody asked about Oakland and trying to join the FOI I would get what brother Malcolm Flex like Josh Mason said Go to Malcolm Flex TV. Um, I'm not out there. The mosque are closed due to the quarantine and COVID. Uh, So we're not meeting physically. So you can go to NOI.org slash webcast every Sunday at 10 a.m. Central time. NOI.org slash webcast every uh, Sunday at 10 a.m. Central time. But Brother Malcolm Flex is out there in California, so he's a lot closer uh, to me. So let's get into this next piece, which is about why Joe, uh, Joe Button is now leaving Spotify. Um, and I read, and I actually seen majority of that. And basically, Spotify was trying to do similar things, make a lot of money off of them, but not pay them bonuses. Is basically what he was trying to say. Um, and um, they was trying to give them like Rolexes and trying to give them watches instead. When they was like breaking the charts, breaking the expectations, doing like over 900 percent. And it goes back to man. And then he also mentioned himself, brother Joe Budden. He talked about he talked about other um, artists and different podcasters looking for a deal, like trying to showcase your numbers so that you can get a deal. And he's mentioned that a lot of us don't value our freedom. And this is why I wanted artists to, to listen, because a lot of times, man, you can't say certain things with certain deals. You know, sometimes it's like that. Uh, you can't move how you want to move. You sometimes if you got certain deals with clothing, you can't even wear other people's clothing. So make sure you know what you want to do and how you want to be and how free you want to be, because you may be making less money than someone and be more freer than them. I'm going to say that again. You may be making less money than some people but be freer than them because of the contracts um, that they have. So I want to go into this little uh, video real quick. Now, this video may be, I'm not going to show the whole video. I don't plan on showing the whole video. But the end of this, I want to get into the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is going to break down how this is modern sharecropping. This is the bastard child to slavery. This is modern-day slavery, modern-day sharecropping. And uh, this is what's happening with our artists because they just want some fame or they just want to be online talking about they got a deal. But the deal ain't always as as good as they think it's going to be. And I did an interview with a lawyer one time and the lawyer said he's seen some of those deals and it's usually about 90 plus percent, usually not in the favor of the artist. I just put it that way. So let's check this out.
3: So we get back to what is a stream worth? Our age-old question, <laughs> and that's an important question to podcasters.
0: Okay, somebody. Okay, it says UMG blocked your video because it because it contained content they own. Uh, oh man, I thought I could do commentary. Wow, family. So I can't show these videos, y'all. Are y'all still here? Dang, it's telling me that it's blocking the video. A UMG blocked your video because it may contain... So, I thought I could do commentary on the video. Okay, well, I can't continue with these videos because I guess they copyrighted, y'all. Although, I thought that I could do it if I'm stopping and giving commentary on it. But, oh, well, let me see. They got the... Trying to see which video they said it was. Your video matches 34 seconds. So, dang, because I played 34 seconds of it. Wow. Because I played 34, 39 seconds of it now. All right, so uh, that's why the views are going down, family. They done, blocked, they done blocked the dang video. But let's go. I know I can go into these videos if y'all can see me. If not, I'm recording it anyway. But I can show this video from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talking about the uh, those in high places, how they see our talent, they look at our talent, they don't have the talent, and they got the means to put up the money. But because we have to get that recoupment back, we always found being a slave because the borrower will always be a slave to the lender. So if we can't get that money back to them, then we're always going to be subjected to always having to push and do this and do this and do this, and we ain't really got no profit like that. Um, so let's look at the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan here, talk about and warning the artists um, about this whole situation and these kind of deals.
4: And those that carried us away captive required of us mirth. And those that wasted us required of us a song, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. And as long as we could sing, as as long as we could dance, As long as we could make the slave master happy, we could move up in his world, but never to be his equal. In the world of sport and play, nobody plays better than we. Nobody sings better than we. Nobody is the specimen of perfection physically like we so we are kings and queens or gods in the world of sport and play but under him so he determines how high you rise and if you don't please him he sets us down So what pleased him with our art was that we could make songs that depicted ghetto life. Not the hope of our conquering ghetto life, but ghetto life. Shooting one another. Shooting up. Drugs and guns and gangs and jail. So we have contributed a lot to our own destruction. If I don't see you on Sunday, know that Joe Biden and Bill Clinton were the architects of the crime bill.
0: So that was the minister talking about how they um, – does another piece uh, today. That was the minister talking about how they always want to have us singing and being entertaining and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, uh, Brother Josh. Yeah, Brother Josh. Hey, man, I don't know what's going on with that situation, man. Uh, I did my job. All I can do is be an example and provide a clear message. If I was here for likes and subscribers – um, I wouldn't be uh, mentioning the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because that's how my old YouTube channel got terminated. You know how many people do not uh, mention the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan so that they can get likes and subscribers. So yeah, I, I think I'm the last person who shined away from that. But let's continue with this last uh, with this last piece. Uh, with this, dang, did I delete the wrong one? Oh no, I didn't. So this one right here is going to be about how the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is talking about the um the sharecropping and by how some of these deals are actually done uh like sharecropping and uh a lot of the artists if you are so happy like i said about getting new money by getting jewelry by getting cars by getting houses you can find yourself in a similar situation so check it out
4: as long as you beef you can't sit down together like brothers who are making money and pool that money to do big things economically. Wow. Mm. See, the Jews are wise like that. They may not love one another, but Mr. Saperstein and Mr. Bru- Rubinstein and Mr. Cohen, they just say, hey, hey, come on. It's Rosh Hashanah, it's, it's Yom Kippur, Let's forget that I robbed you last year. (laughs) And let's put our money together and the next thing you know, they own. Mm. All of the things that we need for our work. They own the theaters. They own the venues. You're the talent. They don't have the talent, but they know how to manage your talent.
0: So. See that? See how the minister has been wondering? This is why the minister is so needed. This is why his guidance is needed. So although this is kind of before, this is kind of a little before a lot of people start getting into podcasts, but the principle of what he's talking about, about how they know the talent, they don't have the talent, but they want to manage our talent and put certain money up. The minister is speaking about the same principle.
4: So that they become rich and you're lucky. You know, they put the money up for you to rap. Mm. You come with an idea. They say, okay, when you rap and they put the money up, they tell you, well, you know, here's a little advance, which means you owe yep. before you get started, you owe money.
0: And some may even think that that's a loan. When they get the little deal, some may think it's a loan. Or before they actually get into it, growing up, you may think, oh, man, he got a free 200000 free 300000 No, that's what you call recoupment. They still going to have to recoup it back. They still got to get it back. So in other words, it's almost like a loan, like the minister said. So because you don't have the money, because you don't wanna, you either didn't have the money or you didn't want to put your own money up, this is what happens. So this is why he's saying as long as we beef and we don't sit down like brothers, we'll always be in this position because instead of us coming together and getting to the root of the production to where we can own the bottom and own the, uh, uh, be the producers at the root, then we'll always be found uh, having someone manage our talent and use our talent, making more money than we are.
4: So here now, you rapping, but you're not getting a, a good enough check Even though you're happy, your record is on the radio. Man, and you're knocked out because you don't really want money. You want to be respected. You know, put some what on my name? and you deserve respect. You want to be loved. You want people to know that you exist, man. I'm here, and this is what I do, and I'm good at what I do. And as long as people say, hey, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so, you feel good, man. You ride up in the ghetto with your nice uh, whip, you know? (laughs) And you step out, you know what I mean? And you you know that the women like you. You're happy, but you're broke. <laughs> you know? You're happy, but you don't have what you deserve. Yeah. Your record went platinum. But when the check comes, they tell you well you know. And you know. I put up so much and so much, and I got to get that back first, but here is one another advance.
0: Mm, Now you're more in debt. So they advance you right
4: up. This is modern sharecropping, brothers and sisters. That's what our grandfathers and grandmothers used to do on the plantation. You never finish paying the enemy Mm -hmm. for what he said you owed at the company store. So you had to keep on planting the next season, hoping that you would break even. So sharecropping was not good for our grandfathers and the type of sharecropping on your gifts, mm. your skills, your talent is not good for us. So how do we break out of this economic crisis? crush 1.1 trillion dollars is coming through our hands that's a lot of money and when white folk see you with 1.1 trillion dollars you know what they're saying how much of that can we get from them to make our communities strong while we keep their community weak. Now, I don't want you to think I'm I'm talking down to any of you because I'm in love with you. And I'm willing to give my life to see us in a better place. So I'm not talking against you. But we have, the, the Koreans have 80,000 stores in America in the black community.
0: Mm. That's heavy, man. So that's from the Honorable Minister Louis Fryer come man, I thought, I, I, I hope that was helpful. You know why we can't come together a lot of times? Ego. We don't know how to rise above emotions into the thinking of God. We lack patience with one another. White man say something, yes, sir, we patient, humble with them, respectful. But your own brother, your own sister, you got no patience with. Your own brother, your own sister, you got no love for. You got no respect for. We have a sense of entitlement with our own people. But when it comes to anybody else, we kind. Now we show discipline with other people, but our people, we undiscipline. We ready to get smart, slap a nigga, whoop a nigga, drop a nigga, right? But anybody else, we don't keep that same energy. You know, so it's a lot of things that we got to work out more than money. As Brother Malik recently said in one of our meetings, it's, it's spiritual. It ain't always external. Is spiritual. What is it on the inside that causes me to act like this? What is it about the inside that's causing me to act like this, to respond like this, to think like this about my own? It's ego. Some of us, when a minister says, you know, we should use the economic blueprint, come together, pool our pennies, nickels, and dimes first thing we think about, man, I ain't finna do that, man. Ain't nobody finna be holding my, you know, there we go. Lack of trust, lack of faith, lack of sacrifice in one another. So all those soft skills, all of those other things are going to be very important um, for our rise. And what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in message to the black man was, the root of it, to be honest, is self-hatred. That's what it is. Self-hatred. And how do we counter that? Is it just self-love? Well, how do we love what we don't know? So it starts first with the thorough knowledge of self. Because the knowledge of self produces the love for self. And then the love for self produces the respect for self. Sister Rose C ABS Tribe email uh help at ABS. I'm sorry. Help at assets before splurging.com. The, uh, uh, help at assetsbeforesplurging.com and let them know what's going on with the with the with the website. I think there's something wrong with SoundCloud today. They've been they've been tripping today. But yeah, so let's get it together, man. Let's rise above emotions into the thinking of God. Let's put our differences aside, come together on common grounds, because the ministers said we do got power. Maybe not individually, but together, collectively, we do have power. And we haven't seen and been able to exercise that power because we have not been able to come together as we should come together because we're looking for uniformity versus unity. We say we want unity, but we're actually looking for and thinking about uniformity, meaning that you think everybody got to be the same. Everybody got to look the same. Everybody got to speak the same. Everybody got to be in the same organization. And that's not necessarily the case. So I hope I was able to share something or say something that was valuable to you all. I know that was a lot. We talked about the evictions. We talked about, I mean, several things. So I hope that was beneficial. I hope it. Put a spark in you. all hope it was a good reminder for us to do for self and value doing for self. Even if we aren't on a scale that you see somebody else on, value yourself. Because a lot of people who got these nice things are in debt. And I'm talking about a lot of debt. I as one entrepreneur that many of y'all may know. I'm not going to say his name. Although this is public. Got over a trillion dollars worth of debt. But if you look at his lifestyle, you say, oh, man, I want that. I wish I could do that. I wish I can do that. I wish I can go here. I wish I can move like that. But in trillions of dollars worth of debt. And you don't even have debt. And you're missing out on your blessing. And even if you got a little debt, it ain't nowhere near a trillion dollars worth of debt. I'm not over-exaggerating. I, this is not a hyperbole. This is not an over... Uh, listen. I mean, when I seen it, I was like, is this is this right? I don't know, this can't be. I don't get it. Trillions in debt, man. So <clears throat> when you look at people on Instagram and Facebook, man, no, a lot of times it's what they want you to see. You know, I like to share my flaws too. I like to share my struggles too, because just to show you that it's real, because I really want to inspire y'all with the story and let you guys know, man, ain't nobody superman, man. The same guy that's in me is the same guy that's in you. So hope y'all have a black tastic rest of the day. Assalamu Alaikum.